Welcome to Abiding Podcast and welcome to another episode of Monday Musings. And I've really been enjoying the Psalms recently. One, because I think I just love the the dialogue between David and God and him crying out to God at times and telling God who he is and the revelation that is in there. But also, I just really appreciate the characteristics of God that we really get to see as David speaks this out and there's one thing in Psalm 29 that really struck me which was what David had to say about God's voice Um, and it starts in um, verses 3 to 4 in the Passion Translation and it says it says the voice of the Lord echoes through the skies and seas. The glory of God reigns as he thunders in the clouds. So powerful is his voice, so brilliant and bright. How majestic as he thunders over the great waters. His tim- tympanic thunder topples the strongest of trees. His symphon- symphonic, symphonic sounds splinter the mighty forests. Now he moves Zion's mountains by the might of his voice, shaking the snowy peaks with his ear-splitting sound. The lightning fire flashes, striking as he speaks. God reveals himself when he makes the fault lines quake, shaking deserts, speaking his voice. God's mighty voice makes the the deer to give birth. His thunderbolt voice lays the forest bare in his temple all all fall before him him with each one shouting glory glory to god the god of glory and so that's verses three to nine in psalm 29 in the passion translation and i just want to point out a few things that that shows us about god's voice for one which it says that it's it is powerful it is brilliant and bright it has the ability to move mountains the ability to start fires it has the ability to make the earth tremble to bring about life and to lay forests bare and also it's just yeah so remarkable that that's all in god's voice but also we know from from genesis and from from one john that it was through his speech that everything came to life it was by his breath by his words that life and everything in this in this created world was created but so i just really am reminded that there is power in his voice but there's also power in our voice because it is he who lives in us it's holy spirit who lives in us and it's through him and by him and in him that we have the ability to speak things, speak things out, declare things and call them into being. To be able to you know, say, to pray something, following on from a couple of weeks ago, we can pray something and something that wasn't going to happen will happen because we prayed. So there is power in God's voice, but also in God speaking through us in prayer and in prophecy in declaring something into being that wasn't going to happen until we declared it. Something that also I find very interesting is is that 
we see a little bit of a contrast between what David is saying and what happened with, I think it was Elijah up on the mountain. Because here we hear of him speaking in moving the mountains, in the earthquakes, in the fires. And the opposite happened to Elijah in 1 Kings 19, 11 to 13, where first there was the wind, then the earthquake, then the fire. But then when everything was silent, there was a whisper and God was in the whisper. And it, there is the, God has the ability to speak in whatever way he, seen, he sees fit. So to David, he saw him in the power and the brilliance of the thunder and in the earthquake and in, in the fires that were started by lightning. But for Elijah, he came in the gentle whisper. And neither is better than the other. Neither revelation of God and hearing his voice is better than another. To some degree, I've I heard Wendy Backland say it this way, that when does a father need to raise his voice? It's when you're not listening. Although there's there's an amazingness to the audible voice of God coming and speaking to you. But there is an element of if you can come and do it in the gentle whisper, that is even more beautiful. That it's the raising of Wendy Backlund's point is that in the raising of his voice, it's because you've not heard him in the whisper. So I just want to encourage you to be listening out for his voice in the coming week that try and see him both in the, the loud things, in the things that are really blatant, but also keep your ears attuned to the gentle whispers because I also believe that it's if we want to thrive as a church, if we want to thrive as a people, as lovers of God, we need to have our ears attuned to what is going on in heaven. Jesus taught us to pray on earth as it is in heaven. What is bound in heaven, we need to bind on earth and what is loosed in heaven, let us loose on earth. And I just, I just pray, hmm. yeah, Jesus, I just thank you that we can hear your voice. I just thank you that you're still speaking now, that you are still speaking. And I just pray for visions and revelations of things that are in heaven that need to come about on earth for us to really get what intercession looks like. That it isn't just praying our prayer list, but it is seeing what you have loosed on in heaven or what you have bound in heaven and to do the same on earth. I just thank you that we get to partner with you in that. Just praying for a partnership with you in this next season. Let us be still before you let us listen to you let us listen to your agenda your ways Mm. Mm. come holy spirit come holy spirit well i encourage you this week to go and take some time to really listen and keep an ear out for the gentle whisper. Thank you guys for listening. 
God bless.